We heard in our readings today, not once, but twice, that the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. That light is, of course, the Lord Jesus. And God manifesting himself, like his love to his people in the person of Jesus, well, this has been uh, an ongoing theme in our readings the past three weeks, uh, starting with Epiphany. One of the sure ways to know who God is, that God is love, is through His Word, is through the Scriptures, which brings us to, the, to today as we celebrate uh, Sunday of the Word of God, the Word of God Sunday. Did you know that? Uh, <laughs> I, I knew that. There was an email sent by the diocese, like the, the Office of Worship, like a month ago. And I was like, oh, that's, that's good. It's coming up. So, uh, but then I forgot about it, and it like completely crept up on me. How important is sacred scripture to a Christian? How important is Jesus to a Christian? St. Jerome said, ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. Unless we're familiar with what Jesus said and did in the Gospels, how he fulfilled the prophecies of the Old Testament, the prophets, and how the apostles proclaimed him, we cannot really say that we know him. Jesus is the word made flesh and invites us to encounter him through the word of God and to learn about him. Remember how on the road to Emmaus, Jesus opened the minds and hearts of the two disciples by interpreting to them what referred to him in all of scriptures. Right, let's uh, follow their example and open our hearts and minds so that we can encounter right, and get to know on a more personal level the Lord Jesus. Because if we want to follow Jesus like the first disciples in today's gospel, Peter, Andrew, James, and John, we must love, encounter, and know him. And one of the primary ways we can meet and get to know Christ is through the word of God. So what's a simple way to learn about Jesus through the Bible? It's the obvious, right? to read, to read it, to read the Bible. It's so easy, but so hard, isn't it? Have you ever told yourself, gee, you know, I should spend more time reading the Bible. Have you ever thought that or said that to yourself? Me right here, like all the time, I, I have this thought. But I'll be the first to, admit, first to admit that parts of the Bible, it could be confusing and, and difficult to understand. However, this shouldn't discourage us. And fortunately for us, 
Like we're living in such a great time because we have so many aids and, and things that help us to understand our faith, especially, especially the Bible. So for like one recommendation, like top recommendation I can make is like in recent years, there's a new version of the Bible that came out. It's through Bishop Robert Barron's uh, Word on Fire ministry. It's called the Word on Fire Bible. And first it was just the Gospels, and now it's the rest of the New Testament that was, um, that was released maybe a few months ago. It's excellent. You know, it's not, uh, you know, like in a traditional Bible, uh, it's like just even the layout. It's, I think it's, it's, uh, it's easier to read. And uh, there are, like, throughout the Bible, throughout this Bible, there are, like, different, like, notes and, like, short essays by Bishop Barron, um, other saints, fathers of the church that, that help you, like, delve deeper, like, help you understand what's really going on in the context, you know, behind the scenes, so to speak. And then there's also, what else is there? Um, illustrations like amazing beautiful artwork that we have in our tradition and then and then it's broken down like this the artist depicts like this scene in Jesus's life this way um, um, for these reasons right so yeah amazing amazing Bible so if you're if you want to understand the Bible and, and looking for maybe a new way, a little something extra to help you uh, commit to spending more time reading the Bible, uh, Word on Fire Bible, wordonfire.org. And you know, I'm, I'm, I realize I'm promoting this, but you know, Bishop Barris, he's not giving me like a cut or a kickback from like these Bibles sold. And you know what? Let's say you, you buy this Bible and you realize, hey, this recommendation by Father Leo, I don't know what he was talking about. It's a waste of time. This Bible, yeah, this, this stinks. It's not for me. If that is the case, I will personally refund your money. <laughs> like, it's, it's a win-win. You can't, you can't lose here. Okay, but uh, maybe uh, just a small caveat or condition uh, buy the paperback version, not the leather-bound, because uh, refunding the leather-bound ones, I, I could be in a little bit of trouble. Another great Bible that came out recently, it's called the Great Adventure Bible. It's like the entire Bible uh, by Jeff Cavins. He's a, used to be a Protestant minister now, but he's like a great scripture scholar. Uh, these things are great, these Bibles, because, you know, like there are some books where it's like so academic, and it's like so difficult to read, but these, it's much more uh, approachable and relevant. All right, let's say, but let's say you're so busy with work, maybe raising kids, you don't have time to read. You don't have 10, 15 minutes to read the Bible each day. Well, there are, there, there's a great podcast. It was completed last year. It's a Bible called Bible in a Year, and it was one of the top, top podcasts uh, in like the Apple Store, so you could listen, like maybe on your commute, or maybe when you're doing an errand or or a chore, you could listen to the Word of God. All right, so we really have uh, no excuses here, not to commit ourselves to to getting to know God more, like through through His Word. 
All right, so reading and studying the Bible, that's important, but I think even more important is to pray using the Bible. Pray with sacred scripture. And there's one simple tech, there are different ways, different methods and techniques to go about it, but I just wanna introduce you to, to one, to one specific technique if you're not already doing it. It's called Lexio Divina, and it means divine reading. There are three simple steps right, to pray with scripture. Well, first, before you begin the steps, I would say uh, spend just a little time inviting pray in prayer, asking the Holy Spirit to come and to and to guide and to and to be with you during during this time of encounter with God, during this prayer time. Right? I mean that that preliminary step is probably a good thing to do in, in anything in anything we do in life, right? Inviting the Holy Spirit to come to us. All right, three simple steps. First one is to just slowly read a selected passage of scripture. It could be any passage in the Bible, but maybe if you're starting out, a good place to start would be uh, the Sunday Gospel reading, the Sunday, Sunday Gospel um, passage. And as you're slowly reading uh, these verses, like notice if there's like a word, specific word, or part of, a, part of a verse, a phrase, or, or even the whole verse, like something that might jump out at you. Be sensitive to that when you're reading you know, this, this chunk of scripture. And then when you have that, you go into the second step, and that's to pray with it, right? Ask God, like out of, out of all these words, these inspired words, well, Lord, how come this, this word is jumping out of, of the page to me like what what do you want what are you what are you saying to me through these words what is it that you want to communicate to me right and it's the beautiful thing about praying with scripture it's different every time that's because the word of God is is living it's alive and then the third step so oh, so with the second step like ask God what what he's trying, what is he personally saying to you? And have a dialogue with him, have a conversation with him about that. And then the third step is a resolution and thanksgiving. So make, make a resolution, you got that message from God, that personal message from God. So through that message, how is he asking you, how is he calling you to like, change your life um, for the better, to, to grow in holiness? And then just to simply, after that resolution, thank God. Thank God for that time in prayer for him um, speaking to you personally. You know, if you're new to praying in this way, like it's important to be patient and not to give up because it's just like any art, sport, or skill. You know, these things take time and practice. And the most important thing to take away from all of this about reading, studying, praying with scripture is to do it, to just do it. Make the time for it. So with today's gospel, I'd like to give you just a brief, a brief example of kind of my, my prayer, my conversation with God. Oh, you know, by the way, 
If you ever, if you ever want to ask yourself, out of all the readings of the day, it could be a Sunday or daily mass, like how come, how come the priest chose to focus on like a specific part of the reading? If you ever wonder that, it's it, like at least for me, it's because in my own prayer, in my own Lexio Divina, this is what jumped out at me. This is what I believe that God wanting me to unpack and to explain and to, and to communicate like to his people. All right, so for me personally, um, in this gospel, the, word, the words that jumped out at me were, I will make you fishers of men. Even though I've heard that so many times, this prayer, this time, that's what jumped out at me. And in my conversation with God, my dialogue with him, there were, this was like a two-part message. I will make you fishers of men. Like, first one is like personal to me. And then second is, is like in a general sense, which applies to all of us. All right, so the personal meaning was, you know, if you look at, if you look at, uh, you know, the four disciples that were called today, one thing that they all had in common uh, was, was their occupation. They were, they were fishermen, right? They were professional fishermen. So, of course, for them, he would call them in a personal way, right? Come, follow after me. I'll make you a fisher of men. When I look back at my own personal discernment and the way that God called me to be a priest, yeah, I was a, in my previous profession, you know, I was a physical therapist, but he would, it was like he was speaking to me personally, like, come after me, come follow me, I'll make you, not a physical therapist, but a therapist of souls. And the way that, as a priest, I'm able to, to heal people uh, in the spiritual realm, um, yeah, it, it is through counseling, but, but mostly, primarily, through the sacraments, right? the Eucharist, and especially, especially confession. Right? So that's where we receive the healing of our souls. So, yeah, that was just like a beautiful, like intimate moment that I had with God, like, yeah, thank you. Thank you for calling me in a personal way. And I realized the way that God calls us, not just me, but each and every one of us, is according to our own experience, our own skills and talents. And he wants to use that. Now we're going into like the general meaning of this phrase. He, he calls all of us to be missionaries, to go out and to bring others to him. So all of us, fishers of men and women, children, all people, fishers of souls, God calls all of us to bring others to him according to our state of life, our job, our skills, and our talents.